Hey guys, it's Chloe and Rachel. And this is Bitch Tap My Face. All right, we are back with a new episode for you guys. On this week's episode, we are going to be talking about um, how we want to continue educating ourselves the best so that we can put out good services for our clients. We want to educate our clients, all things education. Yes, educational episode for you all. (laughs) We're very excited about it. So um, I think first... Um, let's get into like us. Like, I feel like we should talk about as artists in the permanent makeup industry or just in the beauty industry in general. Yeah. What do you feel like is your obligation as far as like learning new techniques, like staying up on things, kind of like getting that education so that you can do the best service for your clients? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's always good, not even just for us, but for our clients to know like what is relevant and how techniques change over time. Um, Because at the end of the day, you want your client leaving with something that you're proud of. You know what I mean? Like you want them leaving with good brows, good lips, whatever it is. So you have to know what is going to look good and bad and not just see it as like a money grab type of situation. I think this transcends in like all areas of the beauty industry, probably like everything, even like the medical industry and things like that. You want to be up on the newest techniques. Of course, you want to keep in mind things that are trending aren't always necessarily the best, but it's good to know what's happening because your clients are going to come in and they're going to want those services that are trending or that they've heard about on TikTok or whatever the case may be. So definitely staying up on the trends. Um, I'm super excited because I am actually in the beginning of March flying out to California to train with an artist I've been following for quite some time. And I'm super, super excited. Um, I'm going to learn some eyeliner, which I've been scared of up until this point because I don't (laughs) like working near people's eyes. But I feel like at this point, um, it would be really awesome to learn that technique and to be able to bring it to my clients mm-hmm. and then to come back and share that knowledge, um, and things like that with Chloe, um, and the rest of the team. So that's exciting this year. I made a resolution that, um, I'm definitely going to be taking multiple advanced education courses. So that's on my list to do. Do you have like anything in mind for yourself, Chloe? Yeah, I mean, I think um, as we have talked about before, how we're not like the biggest fans of um, microblading, I'd love to learn like the nano technique and really perfect that so we can kind of get rid of the microblading and just use our combo brows as like a nano combo brow. And then we just took a mag course. Yes. We just did a course on um, mag needles. So if you're not in the industry, that is just a different needle configuration to be able to bring different techniques and for certain skin types and things like that to our clients. So excited about that. Yeah. I also feel like not even just like on technique level, um, it's also important to kind of educate yourself on how to tell a client that something like that's not going to look good. Do you know what I mean? Like the 100%. right approach. Like you have to have the right approach. You can't just say like, no, like your idea sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, absolutely not. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, that's how to let them down slow. Yes. <laughs> I mean, occasionally, I'm sure we've both had the client that like never gives up. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's like you have to kind of stand your ground because you know more than essentially they do on the topic. Right. And you're not going to put something permanently on someone's face that you know is not going to look good. Like today, I had a client who is due for her yearly who messaged me and she wanted her yearly to be full microblading and she wanted to look like a brow lamination. Yeah. Like that's crazy to me. That's I, that's like next level. Yeah. I told her get a powder brow and get a brow lamination. Yeah, And she has brow hair. So she totally do that. That's something that's not going 
to it's not never going to look like how she wants it to. Right. And Ever. I think like you said, we were talking about this before we started filming. Um, there are some places that we see that do this. They put these crazy long strokes on people's faces up to like their forehead. And it just looks, it looks crazy. It looks nuts. It's going to look nuts mm-hmm. as they get older. Like we refuse to do that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where education comes into play um, and educating your clients. Yeah. Everyone's heard of microblading. Everybody loves microblading, but we know, and I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I started my career in microblading and that's all I did. Now over time, seeing the healed results, knowing that it's not the best for my clients, I try and educate them and steer them in the direction, you know, that I know will be best for them. Yeah. See, but I feel like that, like, that's awesome. It, I think it's great that you like learned a new technique and switched it up rather than just giving your clients microblading because that's what they want. Right. And if they do want that and they like have no, they won't like compromise, then I'm just not the artist for them at yeah, that point. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like, you have to just pick and choose, I yeah. guess. Like, yeah. And it's it, like, I feel like for every artist, like said, things are going to be like things that they'll do and then there'll be things that you won't do. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely a by artist thing. I know there are still some microblading artists out there. Um, and, you know, different techniques for different folks, different mm-hmm. strokes for different folks. Strokes for folks. Oh my um, God, I like that. But I think for us, like, it's very important for us to be educated and educate our clients so that they know what's going to work well for them. Yeah. So kind of tell them about, like, the eyeliner that you're going to be learning. Because when you hear eyeliner, I mean, you think of, like... Literally terrible. Like, yeah. The old school, like, our clients that come in that have had it since, like, you know, like... Forever. The, forever. It's yeah. It's, like, a solid, thick, like, blue, green. Like, it's turned to those colors. Yeah. Like, it started off yeah. thick. It's, like, abrasive. <laughs> As you get older, the thicker the liner, the more abrasive it looks on your face. So what I'm learning is more of, like, a lash line enhancement slash, like, a very thin, thin liner. Like, even if it's, like, a little wing, it's so tiny. It's such a natural enhancement. That's kind of what we're trying to specialize in here. And some people want a thick, heavy wing. But, like, again, it's the same thing with, like, body art tattoo artists. Like, we don't do that style. So, like, we're not going to be the people for that client. But for those clients that want more of, like, a natural enhancement, this is going to be the style for them. So yeah. super excited to bring that here um, for everybody and to kind of show them that there is a nice natural way that you can do eyeliner and have it look awesome like throughout the years. Yeah, definitely. Because like you said, we've seen a lot of kind of like scary work out there. Yeah. So I think almost when people think of permanent eyeliner, it kind of has like a bad rep for what it used to be. Yeah, what it used to be. Yeah. People would do like... And like, you know, like top and bottom. Yeah. Like I'm not a huge fan of the bottom liner personally. I mean, I know people get it done and things like that. Yeah. Or like the old school where they like went over the water line and then it like migrated mm-hmm. and it's just a mess. And it's, yeah, it's just like, no. Yeah. So I think that'll be really, really awesome. I think um, our clients are going to love it. And that's for like all ages. I feel like like our younger clients or our older clients, that's something that would be great for everybody. Yeah, I think, like, everybody wants to wake up and be able to just, like, go browse lips liner. Like, yeah. That, like, literally, I mean, maybe you have some extensions on or you throw some mascara on, but, like, you're able to get up and just go. Um, so I think that that is going to be, like, a really nice natural enhancement where you don't look crazy. You yeah. just look really put together. Yeah, definitely. And super nice. Are there any, like, um, new permanent makeup trends that you think, like, aren't? That aren't it. That aren't it. Yeah. Um, 
like currently i feel like right now nothing i personally and this is just a personal opinion some people love this there's one company and i won't say the name of the company because i'm not gonna throw that much shade but they do a certain pattern of the brows okay and it looks crazy to me okay and there's like a million people out there doing it they like have all these like strokes that crisscrossing they're super close together they're packed in tight like they they say it's like supposed to look like a natural like it's just it's, it's wild yeah like, I don't even know how to describe it other than like it being wild yeah and this is a company that like makes people like completely different levels and like it's just I don't know for me it's not it yeah and I don't think like I don't think it's gonna like live over time yeah I agree but I think there are some really cool things happening with like our products mm-hmm. in the industry, like like, like product lines, like pay, I'm talking pigments, I'm talking, you know, like some revolutionary things with like even needles and things like that, that are coming out, um, numbing stuff, you know, specifically for permanent makeup mm-hmm. because it is becoming such a popular industry, which is good and bad because yeah. we get like, you know, people who actually genuinely want to do permanent makeup because their passion and then we get people who just think it's like a money grab mm-hmm. and I think that's where we get hurt a little bit is like the people that are just doing it for the money they're putting out shitty work they're training people when they still Shouldn't need training themselves yeah yeah it's just like it's like a mess and then you're just putting out more artists that don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. don't know how to do color correction don't know how to do you know, removals and things like that. Like they're just don't, and they don't want to get the advanced education mm-hmm. that we're talking about. Yeah. So for me, I think what makes it even harder is like when you do have a client come to you with like everything that you just said, but they don't know or think that it's bad. Yeah. There's like a disconnect there and it's, it's hard because, because if you think about it, like we like, like if you weren't in the industry you wouldn't necessarily know like, okay, like mm-hmm. maybe you like, okay, maybe the eyebrows look like a little ashy, like they look a little like grayish, yeah. but like overall you're like, they're not bad. Yeah. It looks great. But maybe we look at them close up and we're like, wow, that's like really deep. Yeah. Like, that's not good. Mm-hmm. But like as the client, they don't know that. And so you have to kind of walk a fine line as far as like explaining to them what's wrong with the brows where you're not like, insult- cause it's on their face. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you don't want to insult them. Or the, the other person. To. Exactly. Because it's like no like harsh feelings or anything like that. Um, I find that hard too when they just are so unaware of like yeah. how it looks. Yeah. If it looks like wild. And yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I mean like some people do come in and they're like, oh my, they're horrible. Help me. Yes. Me. Yes. And like that's like a little bit easier. Yeah. But there are some people that come and they're like, or they're just like, oh, they're fine. I love them. I just need a little touch up. And it's like, I feel like you do know that they're bad. Yeah. They know. Oh my they god, know. they know. They're just like it just needs a little touch. That's like those clients that will come to you like, oh, it's just, like I love them. I just need a little touch up, and then you see them. They're like this, this, and this. Like they turn into like yeah. Or you see them, and you're like, I literally wouldn't touch that with a ten foot pole. Yeah. Or the clients that it's like you know some one of my clients described it as like like eyebrows are like boobs now. Like you just want more like every time. <gasps> I like so, that. We should brand like that. I know, like literally. <laughs> She's like, I just like every time I just want more and more like, like telling them like it's enough. Yeah. Like it's yeah. too much. It is addicting though. Like I feel like when I like first got, well, we've gotten done, like darker with yours yeah. like, over time. I mean, yeah. like, they're still soft and everything, but like they definitely are more bold than when we first. Yeah. Definitely. Cause like, I mean, you do, you get used to how they look. Um, and I feel like you realize like, Oh shit. I look so by much the way, better. Yours look real good. I know, I know. I love them. Um, Rachel touched mine up. Um, 
last last week. Yeah, last week. So I'm like almost You're fully healing, healed now. But they're like they look awesome. Yeah, staring at them right now. Another thing, also how important um, aftercare is. You have to keep up their aftercare. Yeah, no um, cheating on aftercare. Yeah. So it's like a it's like a team effort with client and so educating them on the aftercare and then them actually following the aftercare. Yes, so that's also hard. It is hard. Especially when someone's like, I swear I fell aftercare and you look at it and you're like, I know you didn't fall aftercare. Yeah, exactly. You know what's I haven't seen that much of lately is like the mag like foundation that people would do. Oh, yeah, because it's terrible. I'm hoping that, like, comes. I haven't seen as much of it. It's going to turn yellow, and yeah. people are going to look, like, totally crazy. Yeah. And that's, or the, you mean, like, the BB glow. Yes. And, like, the concealer. Yes. And, yeah. I just, yeah. I also, I just, I can't imagine doing that. Like, implanting that in your face. Yeah. Especially, like, the way that they do it. Like. It's just going to look crazy. Like, that's, like, literally getting a full face tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Like, please just implant, take me, you know, like, crazy colors in my face. I, like, I'm actually or, like, curious. the blush. Like, The no. blush. Well, to me, it's, like, like, no. Well, it's kind of like freckles to me, too. Yeah. Like, I would pay to get my freckles removed, right? My hyperpigmentation. Yeah. Like, my sunspots and stuff. And people are actually putting, I mean, they look cute. Yeah. It's a look. But, like, do you want that look forever? Forever. Yeah. One of my clients the other day actually came in um, with freckles. Yeah. And I mean, like, I like, I could tell, yeah. like, just from, like, being in the industry. But as somebody who maybe didn't do permanent were makeup, they, they were cute. They were cute on her. Um, what do you feel about, like, beauty marks? Mm-hmm. Like, adding a beauty mark. What if I put, like, a beauty mark, like, right here? I don't think I'm, like, about that. Like, I don't know. Like, I think I was born this way. <laughs> so, like, it, well, because, like, over time, the color of that is going to change. Right. So, it's, like, like day of like well that's the thing is like hers like they looked cute but I could tell they were like starting to get like a little ashy oh yeah so then and I'm sure she doesn't like properly like take care of them either right you're probably in the sun a lot. Yeah. yeah so like I will be curious to see how those look like over over time. long periods of time over time yeah no I agree but yeah, I really do think like education on both sides for whatever industry you're in is important and also for whoever you're servicing is super important. Yeah, like even like like the Botox people industry. Um, yeah. Like they I'm sure they have to keep up with all like the new trends and everything and yeah. How to inject it and Yeah, hundred percent. Things evolve, things grow, mm-hmm. like new products come out, you wanna like I feel like you don't want to be like the first one to try it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also like you want to be at like the ground, the ground floor. Like, Hey, I got like, you know, this like cool new thing. That's happening. so true. I don't want to be the first one. <laughs> yeah. Like I know I don't. I'm like, no, no, no. I'll wait and see the results and That's... see like the tests and the studies and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, what, like, what do you guys think? Um, we'll put up a little poll or something on the story. Like, do you think education, like how important, do you think education is on both sides? Like, mm-hmm. do you think it's more important for the client to be educated, more important for the practitioner to be educated? Is it a dual thing? Because it's more important together. Also, we are looking for guests to come on. Yes, we need some it guests. Up a little bit. So if you're interested, um, we'll also be posting about that too. Um, so if you're interested on coming on, telling us some cool stories, we'll interview you. I'll come up with some really great <laughs> questions for you. Um <laughs> So definitely like hit us up, follow us on Instagram at bitch tap my face, 
Find us on Spotify, Apple, all the things. Tell your friends, download, share, like. Thanks for tuning in and we will be back. Bye.